0: Nice
1: stage! Nice Episode 88 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, we've got week 18 of the Hastings Report with the returning Leon Pettit, all recovered from that man flu. Then we've got an exclusive interview with back-to-town's first-team coach, Casper Rich Spice, who's doing a fantastic job with the town. Proving their doubters very wrong. And we did have another interview lined up, but you're not allowed to hear it. All I say is, what a time to be a Hastings United fan. Enjoy, grassroots football fans, and over to week 18 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to have the returning Leon Pettit here for week 18 of the Hastings Report. Must ask straight away, I know you're a little bit poorly with the man flu, Leon, and we know how serious that is. Are you all
2: recovered? Just about, yeah. It wasn't a little bit poorly, I was on death death's door. Oh well, obviously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but you know, I'm making a well, recovery.
1: You were you were what obviously the missus looked after you completely, did all the everything for you.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah I no, I got the... loads of sympathy, of course. Did you get it on social media as well? Um
1: can't remember I can't remember. No,
2: I don't think I got no. any. Um, one no. so you know, not... cares do they? I thought I'd get one or two messages. Yeah, well reaching out, but you know. It works for some people. Yeah. Anyway,
1: moving on um let's look at the scfl uh obviously we're covering the msfl and the esfl this week as we always do it got majorly hit by the cold cold spell so first of all for obviously the scfl there was no uh results involving our sides yeah so we we have to go and look at fixtures because we've got no results to talk about we've got um some fixtures coming up we've got eastbourne town versus Bexhill united and that's uh tomorrow uh, we're recording this Monday. It's on the Tuesday, Tuesday night, Sussex Senior Cup. Um, obviously, two mid table sides, both beating each other at their corresponding grounds. Um, Leon, what do you think? Do you think Bexhill can nick it?
2: Who knows, nice, mate? It'd be difficult, difficult one to call, obviously. Like you say, they beat each other once already. Um, yeah, beat each other already this season. Um, I guess you could say Bexhill will be after revenge after the FA Vars defeat. That was a big, sort of big game to lose them. So it might get a bit of revenge there
1: yeah hopefully hopefully yeah. it could happen right and then um, on the saturday um um afc upfield's playing little common um gee, oh, well, one of these stats there i mean can little common make it four league wins in a row there's been a few cup games in between that but could could they uh, turn upfield over
2: yeah just going by the going by the form um little common are yeah they're the fifth in the form table afc upfield are 17th They've only one last in the one won once in their last 16 so you'd like to think little common can yeah. get a result there
1: yeah thank you and then obviously on that sat, same saturday bexhill got Crowborough athletic I, I, I fancy bexhill because they're at home really
2: both sort of similar sides in, <clears throat> in terms of where they are in the league yeah i can't really add more more to that more what you said really just like to think home advantage you of- so in Bexhill's favour. Um, I probably said before, playing at the Grove this time of year is not a pleasant experience and Bexhill are more acclimatised to it. So that goes in their favour even more. Right. Yeah, thank you
1: there, Leon. So we move on to the mid-Sussex. Um, obviously, lots of games called off. There wasn't any really involving our sides, but Linfield were playing and they managed to win and that takes them just above, obviously, Battle um, into second place. And that just we we then move from that. That funnily enough, Linfield uh, uh, entertaining battle this coming Saturday. So that's a massive fixture. I mean, obviously, if battle win it, then you know that you know the gloves are off, and and you, you just don't know who's going go, which way it's going to go. I mean, I think we both fancy. I, I actually, you know what? I'm going to not say I fancy battle because I don't want to put the bock on them. But, Leo, what do you
2: think? Well, no, you said that. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. I'm scared
1: now. I'm scared. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, I mean
2: we, just just by just going by form alone, really battle on an amazing amazing run and hopefully they can continue that up to the Christmas period and have one stonking um, Christmas party yeah it's that <clears throat> that moment isn't it I mean if they win this then it's serious you know because I
1: think think they're just they're three points behind and Linfield have got a game in hand
2: yeah so if if battle win they'll obviously go second on goal difference but yeah there's that there is that game in hand and cookfield have got a Few games in hand as well. Westfields have as well. It's all yeah. It's all a bit close that that part of the yeah. table. So it's, it's exciting just, stuff. It's, it's exciting stuff. It's what we yeah. like to see.
1: Absolutely right. Then so then moving on from that, we go to the ESFL Prem. Unfortunately, uh, we don't know the scores here for Bexhill Town. Um, Bexhill Town stuffed Robertsbridge five two. Uh, I do know that Robertsbridge's goal scorers were Guy Ballard and Lewis Lewis Chapman. Um, unfortunately, we don't know any of the Bexhill Town scores, so my apologies. And in the um, Sussex Intermediate Cup, Sidley United two, Ringmer three. Ringmer's goal scorers: Jake Craig, Daniel Fox, and Joey Pout. With Sidley's goals from Lewis Haffenden and Archie Bell. With a red card for William Witham. So uh, unlucky for because I'm, I'm Sidley were winning that game at one point. So uh, unlucky there for Sidley. So then we move on results. Involving ESFL Div 1 sides. And uh, straight away goes Sandhurst. Two. Little Common reserves one. That man again, James Found. He he finds the net on a regular occasions. And John Billsby for Sandhurst. With uh, Nicholas Kavanagh getting the goal for Little Common. And and that is the only result in the, in the league. Well, a few cup results for ESFL Div 1 teams. Tack away four. AFC Jesters two. That was in the ESFL Challenge Cup. Uh, the hat-trick there for Jordan Harley and Toby Payne for tackle-way with AFC Jester's goals from Connor Middleton. Uh, Jester's were 2-1 up at one point, so a bit of a shame there for Jester's. Uh, then we've got the uh, Macron Cup, Parson move. Four, Seldescombe Rangers reserves, Neil, Jack Booth, Curtis Coombs and Fraser de Scala with two, uh, one it for Parson moves. Well, moving on to Isfield Division 2 that you know very well, sir. Bexell Rovers one Pesh Hill, four. Travis Parks with two. Jonti Lovaker with one goal. And Harvey Cato getting the goals for Pesh. Uh, don't know the goals uh, for Bexhill. Unfortunately, they're not up on the FA site. Um, that Pesh uh, are now three points clear of, clear of third place. So they're looking good uh, for this season. Uh, then we move on to Icklesham, Neil. Who, Neil? Throwing it over there to the Icklesham man. Any news or report from that game?
2: Uh, I haven't heard a thing, mate. Just come through the result on the group chat Saturday evening, and I think it was all all attention to the England game that that evening. So I don't can't give you any insight. And there's probably not much insight at 0-0. So hmm. was
1: mm-hmm. it? They, do you think maybe um, Icklesham, who just decided like let's just pretend we played this game, let's get down the pub?
2: Yeah, yeah, wouldn't surprise me.
1: Okay, right then. And uh, the last result we got in Div Two, uh, Victoria Baptist one, Ninfield three. Uh, Nimf- Nimfield three points clear at the top and undefeated. Uh, two goals from Gary Bryant. Uh, one was a cheeky little bicycle kick and Jason Taylor got the goals for them. And it's, yeah, which mm. bicycle, bicycle kick was a cheeky... I like, I like the third goal. <laughs> the last goal was the one I like the best.
2: I can't remember the bicycle kick. I'm sure he fell over. <laughs> he fell over, tumbled backwards and kicked it into the net. I'm leaving that in, Leo. Yeah, Thank God, you very much. Right, yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
1: Well I like this analysis here from Leon. This is good stuff. <laughs> um it is ESFL football after all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No 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 course taken. Um ESFL Division three, right hand reserve seven, Westfield Ferds Nil. um Ben Reader with two, Alex Sarkees with two, Arthur Carpetian, Oliver James, Joseph Barrow Barrow, sorry, Conin Burley getting all the goals for Rye uh westfield had a late sending off with jason bone seeing red well i mean third place riders absolutely ruthless um i mean i know Westfield are, they are bottom but you know seven nil it's a bit of a, a, bum, a bum spanking that is yeah so also in division three Catsfield four hastings comets nil uh, harry atkins david birch with two and anthony luke uh windless comets five points from safety not looking good another result parkfield three, ticehurst three. Uh, Partfield's goal from Ethan Gabriel, Almaskin, Jalat and Adam Smith. Uh, the uh, Tyshurst goals from George Brown, Danny McGann and Darren Nickel. Uh It's a great result for Tyshurst, holding second off top Parkfield to only a point, which is fantastic for Tyshurst there. Uh, so we'll move on to Division 4. And uh Rangers development, Neil Westfield, 4-6. Jake Stapley, Bobby Baldock, uh, 2 from Ashley Uh, Jameson and two from Warren Pethig getting the goals for Westfield fourths Uh, that takes uh, Westfield into the promotion spot so that's a good thing for Westfield right there is no team in the week Um... (laughs) not
2: enough games obviously
1: not enough games unfortunately let's just quickly before we go uh, your recovery
2: uh, Leon how far are you off playing again at least until the new year still a bit bit sore but it's not all about me (laughs) I'll be back at some point Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right.
1: Well, listen, Leon, as always, it's a pleasure and I'll see you next week. I'll see you next
2: week, mate.
0: Station, only to find that the bus replacement service had broken down. After wondering to myself whether or not it should actually be called a train replacement service, I walked out onto the concourse and noticed the giant screen seemed to have been tampered with, probably by a junior employee. Disgruntled commuters were being regaled with some dismal TVM involving a tug-of-love custody battle. Stockard Channing held sway. Somebody careered out of boots without due care or attention I suggest that they learn some pedestrian etiquette I.e. sidelines at the store gingerly embrace the margin Fat kids with sausage rolls, poor sons conducting poles There's a man with a mullet going mad with a mallet in millets I tried to put everything into perspective, set it against the scale of human suffering, and I thought of the Mugabe government and the children of the Calcutta Railways. This works for a while, but then I encounter Primark FM. Overhead a rainbow appears. In black and white. offences one of which saw him beachcombing the de-estuary found a dead waning bird took it home barceled it up and sent it off to the rubber-faced irritant phil cool. with a note inside which read is this your sandaling another time saw him answering an advert in the music press keyboard player required Dawes, Floyd, etc. Must be committed. No time wasters. You can guess the rest. I always imagined he would simply wander off someday into the hills to be found months later, his carcass stripped by homeless dogs, his exposed skull a perch with a quartering crow. I folded away the letter and put it in my inside pocket. All of a sudden I felt brushed by the wings of something god. May the Lord have mercy on stringy bones.
1: my interview with Battletown's first team coach, Caspar Spice. It gives me great pleasure to be speaking to uh, Battletown's first team coach, Caspar Spice. He's doing an amazing job. It looked a little bit hairy at the beginning of the season, but we're going to talk about that in a second. For those that are listening, uh, Battletown uh, formerly were the Battle Baptists. They've been knocking around since about 2004 and uh, became Battletown in 2020. First of all, with Battle, Kasper, like, um do they still have those those church links, because I know that you're used to playing like the Christian Cup and things like that. Are, are, is your side still involved with those sort of things?
3: Um, well, the club was still linked to the church. Yeah, if we have uh, people who are supporting the church still support us, but um, we know. We're not part of the, the Christian Cup no more. No, we're no, no. no. Not sure uh, be involved in it. All
1: right. and, and just quickly, uh, how did it how did it come that you become the first team coach of Battle?
3: Uh, long story short, was I joined um, as assistant manager. About four years ago, as first team, when Karl Mann took over, left during that season um, for certain reasons. And Then I joined them back end the year after, the second team manager, and then Gary Wynn was in charge. Then the year after that, which was would have been last year, I took over as first team manager.
1: Oh, brilliant. Okay, excellent stuff. Okay, so I mean, f- from from what from what I can see, anyway, like COVID kind of had halted your side's promotion, as you are clearly were knocking on the door of the MSFL for a few years. I mean, that must have been, as it has been for many sides, it must have been quite frustrating that, you know, you guys could have come up earlier, really, couldn't you?
3: Yeah, really, that was a match when Gary Renan was running um, the first team uh, and they were doing really, really well. Obviously, COVID spoiled it for quite a lot of people, unfortunately, He did what's some front of you And, uh, yeah, Gary's doing really well. I was the second team manager then. But as the season, Gary decided
1: after that not to carry on and they asked me politely to take the reins. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And, and well you've done well mate. I mean, I mean going actually going up like obviously up to the prem. What I mean, what was your pre-season hopes? I say this because when we started doing this uh weekly roundup, we did like a pre-season prediction round table with like John Kerry, Harry Stapley, yeah, I don't know it. if you yeah, saw, saw it. it, and all of us kind of hinted that we we all kind of thought you might struggle. Yeah, um, you weren't very polite about us. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but, um, uh, well, you're rubbing it in the face now, really, aren't you? I mean, um, I mean you know, I mean, how wrong we were. Uh, I mean, f- first of all, let's look at what you thought pre-season and then, obviously, your beginning and, obviously, this fantastic yeah. run you've been on since. So, what were you thinking pre-season?
3: Um, well, before pre-season, we went up. Um, if you look at our results, last year, um, we played Westfield. We beat them in the cup, beat them 3-1. Save Royal Field, beat them in the Cup. So we, we, we thought weself, our, ourselves as a team were in a good position mm. um, to definitely do so. Like, I had uh, a, a goal and my goal was top four. Yeah. That goal wouldn't have changed in respect of the poor start to the beginning of the season and pre season. Our team, generally, I generally feel, were good enough to, to be up there, yeah. to the be challenging and, and make, make, a, make a nuisance of ourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, so that then you obviously had your start. Uh, and I think it was the first five games you lost. I mean, obviously you were starting against the first team you had was Hollington and that was always going to be a tough ask against a team with decent uh, backing as well. You know, that they've got a a very good squad there. But I mean, what were you thinking that, you know, obviously it was five games. I mean, how did you, first of all, how did you turn it round? I mean, what did you do? Was there any, what magic did Uh, you pull off? Really
3: annoyingly, like beginning of the season, so all pre-season, I was was with the first team. Um, But the first, Four games I was on holiday in, in Turkey. Ah, um, oh,
1: so it's your return. Yeah, I see. Yeah, go on.
3: <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I think there's nothing wrong with it. The, the team plays really well. Bar Hollington, what wow. I heard, Hollington absolutely uh, railroaded us. The Rimbaud game, we were 2 nil up and we let it slip. And then the Rydergate game, then we were 2 nil up and let it slip. So we were playing well at the beginning of the season. We just weren't getting the results.
1: Mm. And then, so, I mean, obviously you come back. I mean, it's been magnificent. I mean, if I'm if I'm not wrong, here, I think it was like you've only lost one in the last ten.
3: Yeah, it's quite about last that, 10, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, an absolutely tremendous run. I mean, it, you 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 lot must be buzzing.
3: Yeah, and you know what, even that game we lost it. It was frustrating. Cause we, we we played um Barkham. Yeah, even that a game we shouldn't have lost. Really, we had chances to win the game, and in the end, fine fine little margins took over. Really, and we didn't win the game. But,
1: yeah, we truly really believe at the moment we're, no one can stop us. Yeah, well, playing that well, absolutely. Well, going to that, I mean, you've got an absolute beauty of a game next week. Of this Saturday, yeah, sorry. Yeah, very important. Yeah, against Linfield. And, I mean, I've seen them play, I think I saw them against Westfield. But, to me, big physical team, a decent finishing on them. I mean, they bullied Westfield a little bit in that game. How do you think you're going to get on? If I was your lot, I'd be they're more worried about you at the moment. But, I mean, how do you think it's going to go?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of teams, a lot of people, have been saying like they they turn up all we turn up against them, and they're worried about what we're doing. And I say to the lads at the time, it's we can look about what other teams are doing. We've got to concentrate on what we're doing well. We concentrate on doing how well we're doing, how well we're playing. I can't see teams doing particularly very well against us. Obviously, the teams in this league are really good, but mm. we've got to concentrate on how well we're playing, how well we're doing, and we carry that on. I don't see no reason why we can't don't get three points on Saturday. So.
1: Oh, nice, one by that. Well, as I say, I'm saying to Leon for this week's Hastings report. I mean, if you win that game, it is definitely it's on. Do you know what I mean? That 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 spot's on for you, isn't it? Really. I mean, uh,
3: yeah, massively. Yeah. I don't know what they're like as a team. Um, a lot of teams in this league like to play football, uh, and I assume they're going to be exactly the same. So, I say this is still what we're good at. on doing what we're doing. Mm. I'm sure it'll be an uh, entertainment game. Hopefully
1: we come out with a better, better result. Yeah, no, no. well, we all we're all hoping that. I mean, it's, we're, all eating, we're all eating humble pie. I remember the first few weeks of us doing the the review, and we were like, "Oh dear, like they don't look good for battle." You know, they, <laughs> they look like they're going down. And then, obviously, we, as we know, bugger all. Your boys have just absolutely stormed it. Um, just quickly, though, Casper. Um, yeah Obviously, to make that jump up, you, you're playing your home games at Princes Park in yeah. Eastbourne. I mean how long will that arrangement be in place and is there any opportunity to go back to Battle anytime soon?
3: Yeah, the plan is to go back to Battle. Yeah. That's all dependent on uh, the Battle Council and if they can sort the pavilion out at Battle Rec, which as far as I'm aware is in the, they're talking about getting it sorted because the pitch is up to quality. It's just mm. we don't have showers and any of the changing rooms.
1: Mm.
3: So that is the end goal to be back at Battle. Obviously, that's where we're from. We want to be at home, playing our home games at Battle, but for the meantime, Eastbourne have been superb. They said we can play there this year and next year. obviously, if it, if it does move to 3G or 4G, we're happy, they're
1: happy for us to carry on. Mm. Okay. All right. Then, yeah. Okay. It's going to ask you. I mean, is there any two or three players uh, outstanding in your side? I mean, like that you'd want to give a special mention. You think that they've done really well? Yeah, or?
3: It, it, it's a very tricky one because of uh, they're all they're all think, they're all all There won't be named. And if I'm perfectly honest with yeah, you, it's going from the beginning of the season where I think as a team we're struggling the pace of the game, how to conduct ourselves, and everyone's. I'm going to say that I think everyone has been up their level in their game. I can't sit here and say my top goal scorers um, won us the games, because the midfield behind them we have put yeah. the effort and the hard work in for him to be able to produce the goals. And then also our defensive record's got better and the has improved. So it's very difficult to pick out and say one player's been head over heels above everyone else because I'd say they've all been, been absolutely superb
1: well, maybe at the end of the season we can talk about that but um...
3: yeah, yeah we can talk
1: about man's <laughs> this season but I'm only going to now yeah um, well listen Casper thanks very much for your time mate no, no yeah take care that's it for another week grassroots football fans whoever you're going to watch this week make sure you're loud and proud As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show, or have any suggestions, or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com, or on the Twitter, which is at podcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick, hope you have a good week and see you at the game.